If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. All those pretty memories I know you can hear me now For the record I love you I love you All those pretty memories 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 Floating by Every time I stop It's like a butterfly Just going and going Flying high and I want to roll another J tonight So spark it up, light it real quick Do it something hot, do it something thick Like a thicky, thicky, thick girl Nelly, where you at? We gon' bring the shit right down to the back To the back of the crack, the black of the crack Do it real good and make the shit whack Whack, 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 whack Back, 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 and forth Where's Dustin Ross? I think it's his turn Cause he is the boss So I'ma take the beat and you take the seat Kick up your feet and here's a little treat I'm riding down the highway with a bad bitch. Every lane come up, I'm gonna switch. Got a drink in my cup, so what, Twitch? I got a scratch like Lawrence and I itch. That motherfucker so damn quick. I fucked that bitch and she sucked my dick. I'm talking nasty this week, so what? And I'm gonna say what I want. Kiss my butt, I'm grown. Three times seven plus, that means 21. And what direction? Up! I came through the door like what? Red lipstick type of girl is a type of girl that I like in my world And I like how you change the beat to make it twirl And make all of the pretty girls hit the float But just do the dance floor, make it go And just uh, Wally, 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 World Wally, 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 this I week like we freestyled out. out of the club this week. <laughs> yeah. And don't forget, <laughs> yo hips. Yo hips. For the last time. Yo hips. That's on the beat. Asante's on the beat. Then your hips better roll beat can this go on, into... and on and on and on and on. All right, so welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly dose into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene, because who in the hell wants a musty brain? Who in the hell 
on some musty brains. How you going to think straight with one of those? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be too busy going, what's that smell? Okay, you're going to be too busy asking questions. <laughs> Question? <laughs> how, but how, so if I... But, <laughs> so why did, so you, what it oh my god this is, I'll be so overdone people yes <laughs> <laughs> yo shout I out can't. to George Wallace one of the greats of comedy who when I was little me oh, and my I brother we were sneaking and watching Deaf Comedy Jam like we used to do all the time <laughs> and so uh, cats out the bag <laughs> <laughs> and not at the restaurant <laughs> so we were sneaking and watching that and George Wallace was like you ever tried to watch TV with a blind person and then he was like yeah it's so now and disclaimer like we talked about before on the show people used to do and say things that are not you know acceptable now this one of them so he was and like, you stopped there that's why he was like did you? He was like, "You ever tried to watch TV with a blind person?" Oh, He's like, no. "That shit wore me out." He was like, "What's he doing now? What's on the TV now? What's they going on now? What it look like now? Would you shut the fuck up?" Oh, That's my what he God. Said. <laughs> George Wallace said it, so shout out to him. <laughs> I got thought about that because of questions. You all see the tie-in? Go on, friend. You know my kind. <laughs> like a pretty little boat. <laughs> oh, I can't with y'all. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> wait, before we get started, can we just shout out Crystal and Jade? Listen. Oh, my God. Listen. Our sisters. I know that the Thanksgiving episode was last week. But we must. But I am still <laughs> ever so thankful. Oh, my God. So we had our Friendsgiving, <laughs> which is basically the read, the friend zone, and Jade and XD. <laughs> <laughs> and our friend Kia. Just a big ass match. Right. And of course, um, Jade's husband, Tristan. So just the family, the Yay. usual suspects. Yes. And it was awesome because we all love each other. Yes. And the food. Even though I had the modified version of everyone's Look, plate, but, they, but, but it was baby, so sweet. they pulled sweet. out the stops for you. Isn't I mean, that so last sweet? <laughs> they literally had like Tupperwares separated with my name on it. <laughs> it was so sweet that they thought of me. And made me like separate greens and just so so dope. So I just had to shout them out because they put a lot of time they and make effort. Separate they made me what? Greens. They make you separate what? Separate greens. Beans, potatoes, spreads, carls, 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 players, dot, holes, chink. You know, <laughs> she was just, she was saying all kind of stuff. I said, did Shirley Caesar cut? I think that's how Shirley Caesar used to be sneaking cuss words in during the service. And we, she, that's how she got it from whooping her kids. I'm going to tell you about them beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. Oh, didn't I tell you? I can't. But Love you, Shirley thank Caesar. You, thank you to our sisters for the hard yes. work yes. they put in. Best So that we could have an abundant to date. Thanksgiving, okay. right? Crystal knows how I be about the Thanksgiving. Then all the dessert, and the magnolia. Don't, hold on. That food was delicious. The banana pudding was great. Crystal made, first of all, the biscuit. Everybody knows those, that Crystal be making shit. Those biscuits. Y'all remember back in the day, Crystal had the Crystal cakes? Crystal oh, yes. made the sweet potato cheesecake. Homemade homemade cheesecake, awesome. And broke homemade the recipe down pie. like it was no big deal. Oh, you oh know, I, just, I just, you know. Look, and then while y'all playing. sweet potato out the ground and then, <laughs> then peeled it and we like, damn. Like. <laughs> while y'all playing, she had a whole mac and cheese that she was going to throw away. It was a plain one. And I'm sorry that I did this. I said, you can't throw that away. You got to like throw something in there, jazz it up and use it. She's like, 
oh, so you want me to just get some bacon and lobster and put it in this mac? I was like, yes. And did. And bacon she, and lobster? Holy. Yes. <laughs> she <laughs> did. She took a plain mac and cheese, which was going to be delicious, and made it even better. And then we played Phase 10. Yes. Played Phase 10. <laughs> Dustin had me crying. Played Phase 10. He was all whispering like, okay, so let's form an alliance. Yo. Because <laughs> it was us against Yo. Fury and Asante. Y'all had me rolling. That was so much fun. They tried to play us. And so and they know who they are, The too. moment y'all sat down. <laughs> The moment y'all sat right. down because y'all was new. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys that are listening, so Phase 10 is a really interesting card game. Go it's buy it. It's really man. fun. But I have seen it cause fist fights. May or <laughs> may not have been involved. Space also now, But I will say that we came in on the second round, and so we were kind of playing catch-up, and we weren't exactly welcomed with open arms. And so that made me do everything that I did on a petty note, and, you know, that just was what it was. So shout-out to everybody that played Phase 10 except for one person. <laughs> And I want them to know that the skip card is still on my forehead. Yo, when y'all put them skip cards on y'all foreheads, I could have passed Y'all are out. so damn funny. That was great. I would like the record to show that, yes. you know, I did make most of my phases before the game ended. You know, wasn't you petty to anyone. killed it. The I wish rounds you... literally ended every time Asante's turn came. That's, like, not, that's not entirely true, but I will say I did finesse it graciously. Thank you for taking notice. I wish I was playing against Crystal. She loves to lose against me. I would like to say that. Well, but we did come together for spades. I cannot go without saying and that. And then we came together again for tag. Laser yes, tag. Yes, we did. Laser tag was awesome. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday. We, Happy yes, birthday Kid birthday, Fury. Right? What the, what the, team? <laughs> it was the bomb. I know I was in there shooting. I love that because I never get to really like let it out. Yeah, like let my yes. let my hair down, so to speak. So it was so dope to just like be children. And you did good, friend. Oh yeah, I you know. was bomb. You did good. I was shooting up. Everything. Yes, friend. I thought I'm like, damn, friend. You was on New York undercover. Some <laughs> shit, friend. <laughs> friend was handling her business. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we had a blast. I see you taking out the base, friend. I was like, friend. You saw I went base. straight to the base. No, I was like, I'm gonna take me out holding this you squad. Down. <laughs> you didn't see me holding you down. I was like, this is like some real shit. Yeah, we I took gotta... it so seriously. We did. Every time I turned, I saw Fury. Like rolling, like yeah. I was like, yeah, he, he is in a video yo, game right for now. Real. Tumbling. <laughs> Me and Fury really thought we was on a western because we kept having a standoff. That shit was so funny. <laughs> we just guns pointed, like who's gonna go? Yep. <laughs> I love it. It was just a really, really awesome week. It was a blast. Yes, right. So much, I needed so much, that energy. So many things to be thankful for before and after Thanksgiving. Right. All right let's Speaking take these of lessons on. being thankful, past the peace. Right. Like the episode from last week. So last week's episode, we were able to share some of the belief systems we've been able to flip to our advantage, or maybe I should say trials and tribulations <laughs> we've been able to flip to our advantage. And we also shared the things that we're grateful for. And then Dustin asked an ominous question That's at the right. end, a Black Mirror-ass question yeah, right. that real. had me at home like, damn. So they're like, Right? You asked, who do you still need to apologize to and why haven't you done it yet? Good Lord. But a lot of you had so many awesome glow-up perspectives to share. We got so many comments and emails. So, as usual, we're going to pick our faves. Who stood out to you, Asante? I actually want to take a couple of the uh, things from the tweets from the Twitter at Pod. Shout out to at I am underscore Lioness. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, I'm grateful for at Pod. Before you, I was in a negative headspace that held me back in so many ways. I thought it was really dope because a lot of, actually, 
you know, working on here is part of work. So sometimes you just be in a negative headspace going to work. So to know that no matter where I am or how I'm feeling, that that's changing things for you. I'm grateful that I can help you be in a better headspace because that, you know, helps me to stay in a good headspace while I'm doing this show. So you're thankful for me, but I'm thankful for you. So, you know, let's just keep it going. Who knew? <clears throat> Who knew? <laughs> and I also want to take a moment to shout out at Don't Call Me Cindy. That's don't without the O. I heard the most amazing concept listening to the friends to at Friends on Pod about soulmates than art romantic. Friends being soulmates, dot, 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 eye opening. I, I love that part of the convo. Because when you said that, you know, friend, you learn so much from the people that are in your life that aren't, you know, just your romantic or, you know, behind closed doors. Yeah, we focus so much on romance. Yeah, that's the one thing that we're that we can go back to being tied to. You know, we learn every day. I learn how to <laughs> how to laugh every day because of Dustin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like there's always just something like Dustin could probably be having like a really shitty fucking day, but he will still make sure that there is a laugh in the bag. <laughs> and there is just a laugh to, in the bag. You know, I love it. They, look, I got one for you. You having a bag? I got one for you. Because he'll just point at somebody's feet like, look. <laughs> and it's like, all right, good. So, you know, you guys both here are both my soulmates in some form Aww, or another. So, right. Th- like, not even to be cheesy. I really think that that's, like, something big that people need to focus on. Like, if we have each other as circles, you know, we know that we can move and do so much more and not be in those other spaces because of other people. And shout out to Hasnea, who is... One of my partners on the retreat, she goes by that girl Haz on oh, Twitter. Has. She's the one that decided that we should bring that up on the retreat. And what nice. one thing she said that I loved was that she said, as soon as, just in life in general, when you are grateful for the things you have, then whatever it is that you're quote unquote missing will just fall into place. And she said there's no mm. different with appreciating your soulmates as your friends, your parents, all the people in your life instead of focusing on where's my man and where's my girl and she was like and then yeah once you open your heart to the people that are actually there and know how to relate to them how to communicate how to love them how to get along with them then suddenly your heart will be way more open and healthier and receptive to the partner that you're waiting for and I thought that was a really cool way of looking at it so keep that in mind if you're single like a dollar bill like most of us so on, I was about to say on Snapchat. My mind is on Snapchat. On SoundCloud, Christina V. Dieterville. I feel like I always get the most complicated names. <laughs> Christina V. Dieterville said, I want to help my community with fresh, healthy food. Still trying to figure out how to make that a reality, but I'm so excited to see where it's going to take me and the people that I can help. Look out for Christina's farm to plate. And then hey. she put, still working on the name. <laughs> Love you guys and the encouragement you guys give out. That excited me because you know that healthy food and even just the farm to plate concept is brilliant. It's one of my passions. I'm actually figuring out the same thing. One of my goals for next year is investments and something that's brick and mortar, like on the street, offline, yes. supermarket, you know, like yes. something, things that Harlem mm. needs. And that's where my head is is headed for next year. So I feel you on that. Please make it happen yes. wherever it is that you live, because I am over here thinking on the same exact wavelength. And it'll be dope if a year from today, your Christina's farm to plate 
is live and my supermarket or whatever it is that I push next year is live too. Yes. When you I know? tell you I would buy all your produce. Oh my God, wouldn't that be the would, cutest you supermarket could, You could literally earth. be blindfolded and pick the produce at your supermarket <laughs> and be straight. Wouldn't you could my just ha- supermarket be the cutest? Now, Dustin, what stood out to you on these Twitter streets? In these streets. In these streets. On these streets. In Okay, so uh, this week in the Twitter streets, I just want to give a shout out to Tian T. Boz Watkins, who actually was cast. I'm like, why? She tweeted you? Yeah, she actually was cast. No, she actually was She was cast on the Days of Our Life soap opera recently. Really? Yeah, she's gonna be on Days of Our Lives, and she's, she's playing. Still an I forgot wings. that she's an actress. She's playing <laughs> Belly, right? Yes. When she was going to that Africa with Nas and Keisha, and they, they, they better not wake Keisha up. <laughs> that was the part in Belly, Keisha. Everybody know you better not shut. Like, you in Keisha house? Shut up. <laughs> if she sleep, don't wake Keisha up. Anyway, so T. Boz got cast on Days of Our Lives. Congratulations to her. She will be playing an inmate in a jailhouse. Wow. <laughs> and so... With um, the angel wings? And so, there have been steals that have come from oh the God. set of the of filming oh on Days of Our Lives. Apparently, T-Boz's character is involved in some sort of jailhouse brawl. So there's, like, steal shots of her holding women in headlocks <laughs> in, a, in jail uniforms. So the Wait, f- there are black people <clears throat> on Days of Our Lives? Yeah, well, one... <laughs> <laughs> they, they every now and then I feel like have like a little half of a storyline or something. Okay. Because even um, what's the girl that's related to Beyonce now? Because um, her mama Bianca Mar- Lawson. Yeah, she who used to be on one of them. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, she's a great actress. Oh, see, I'm I'm late on Days of Our Lives because I'm thinking I'm when I was woman, little, <laughs> you know, like the woman. people on it were not. I, well, I can't love and hip hop. Love and hip hop has well, replaced the soap operas in our lives. True, true. The, the reality shows are now our stories. Thankfully, we have our scripted yeah. stories. Thankfully, I, I like we them. have the haves and the have-nots. You know what I'm saying? Other programs that are now our stories. But right. for real, for real, love and hip hop. Period. It replaced like all the soap <laughs> operas. Mm. So shout out to Mona Sky Young. <laughs> But anyway, so T-Boz got cast on Days of Our Lives. She plays an inmate. There's steel shots that were taken of her fighting in a jailhouse uniform on set. Are you set. about to show us, please? And people have been, you know, creating backstories behind oh, whatever no. that picture no. could be about. AKA oh, my God. memes. Oh, my God. So I want to give a shout-out <laughs> oh, to God. Xavier Cornelius on Twitter at I-Z-Z-Y underscore O-H-S-O-P-R-E-T-T-Y, who tweeted the picture, which I'll show Asante and friend now. <laughs> And so they read the picture, and his caption no. says, quote, ain't no TLC album coming, bitch. End quote. Oh so shout out to him for that tweet, because I thought it was revolutionary. Woo. Now, my You're next tweet. Going the internet is The next tweet that I want to give a shout out to. DJ Scratch. Wasn't that funny? Did you see that picture? And oh, my God, the jokes right themselves. t buys in a jail uniform after, Please. you know, everyone has been. Okay, so the backstory behind that joke is that TLC, um, mm. they, they sourced. Fu- they did crowdfunding. You know, to raise funds to produce, to record an album, and ain't no album. <laughs> so everybody has been wondering what the money is. They've been calling them all sorts where's of thieves and stuff. And, and so that joke was really <laughs> funny. Okay, the next tweet I want to highlight goes to uh, at Amanda underscore show underscore the number two, Amanda Patterson, who said, In yoga, and the teacher commented that our goddess pose was looking so good. It took everything in me not to sing so good. So good. So shout out to her because that was funny. Um, 
I would also like to give a shout out to at underscore MIR628, who tweeted at look at Dustin. Then I got my life at TGI Fridays when I saw this, and they tweeted a photo of the television screen playing that Crown Royal Vanilla commercial. <laughs> so people are really enjoying that. Yeah, I've been that. tagged so much in people's bottles at home, at the restaurant, at Crown the club. Crown Royal, where is the check? <laughs> I feel like last. I ain't seen it that much until we were And wait, and it. on my recent YouTube video, I was saying that my retreat was... So, so good. good. <laughs> and then I saw comments like, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoever doesn't listen to Friends on is looking at the comments like, what? It's iconic. <laughs> it's an iconic vocal. I love it that we arranged. have like, um, Secret jokes. And that's <laughs> yes. kind of cute to me. Because, <laughs> like, only people who know the show got that. <laughs> only Friends Own listeners understand that, like, why that's funny. Friend, <laughs> you're on to something. It's so cute yes. to me. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> I just also want to give a shout out to at um, Crystal Johnson, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-J-O-H-N-S-O-N, who tweeted the mannequin challenge from Harvard University School of Law. Um, it's a group of all black lawyers studying at the Harvard Howard University School of Law, and they did the mannequin challenge on campus. It is the most amazing thing I have ever seen. I haven't seen it. And so everybody check that out. And that's it. That's all I got to say about what I've seen. Uh, in these streets. In these streets. So this week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Thinks. Thinks is period-proof and patriarchy-proof underwear that replaces tampons, pads, and caps on light days. And is a perfect backup to tampons and cups on your heavy days. And yes, they work. What is the magic behind Thinks? It's four bits of tech that make them antimicrobial. Moisture wicking, absorbent, and leak resistant. The top layer fights bacteria and absorbs any and all liquids into the uber thin layer tight right beneath it. So you always stay dry and fly all day long. Thinks has been hard at work breaking the period taboo since January of 2014. And they've got no plans on stopping yet. Get $5 off your order with the code FRIENDZONE at checkout when you shop at shethinks.com. That's S-H-E-T-H-I-N-X dot com. Code FRIENDZONE to save $5 off your order of panties. So on this week's show, so I'm sure a lot of you have been watching HBO's Insecure. Broken pussy. Which I'm kind of sad that it's over. Man. It was so quick, right? But it was an amazing Damn, season. I miss Jay Ellis already. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you got a super shot, too. He's super okay. cute. But, um... There were so many themes that came up on the show, but one theme that stood out to me the most, especially because, strange enough, the read a couple weeks back had been discussing this. Uh, Crystal and Fury had 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 a whole conversation about it, and then it popped up on Insecure, and so I felt, you know what, this is obviously in the collective Mm -hmm. consciousness, which you Mm -hmm. guys know I'm like, that's always the thread that I start to pull out with my questions. One of them things. Right? But we've had our episode on the spectrum of blackness. But today I wanted to discuss the spectrum of sexuality. As it relates Let's talk about sex, right, baby. to people of color and black men in particular. Because I, you know, on if you're not familiar with Insecure, one of the characters by the name of Jared admitted to Molly, who he was dating, that he had messed around with a man, I believe in his college days, 
they were kind of like sharing, you know, the wildest yeah. things they had done. And she was talking about girls she messed with. But when he talked about the dude he messed with, her whole world shifted. <laughs> like she was like, uh, you know, it was that moment of like, oh, hell no. And then she kept trying to date him, sleep with him. And Molly was completely over it. She could not handle the thought of him with another man. Even when he was trying to please her, when he was clearly totally into her, it was too late. See, it had already... Like he was thinking about Right, it had already tainted her mind as far as dating him. So I thought, mm, that's such an interesting conversation to have because... One thing Issa Rae brought up on the show was that other races tend to have the ability to experiment and they're more open about it. But for some reason, with black men in particular, it is not something that they can freely discuss, freely explore. They have to pick a box, Mm -hmm. straight or gay. That's it. That's your spectrum. And I had actually had a conversation with a friend of mine about this because we watched the show and I was like, dude, we got to talk about this. And he was saying how he loves men and he loves women equally, but he's unable to really classify himself as a bisexual man because women are like, hell no. No. So they don't even give him the opportunity to ex- to express his range of sexuality, right. to explore it, to see, like, how do I feel about women? How do I feel about men? Because he has to literally just be gay. That's it. He's not allowed to be anything but that. And even though he wants to be more and he's really just a I like people, period, it doesn't matter, you know, he has to classify himself as a gay man. And I thought that was so interesting. He said, and he's told women that he likes them and men and women always tell him automatically, you're way too effeminate and it's bullshit. You're gay and you just haven't confronted it. You're trying to hold on to not being gay. So you're fronting like you're bisexual And they tell him how he feels (laughs) and how he identifies because in their minds, you cannot possibly be this effeminate man that has interest in women. Like, it just doesn't register in their brain that people can feel whatever the hell they want to feel. And it has nothing to do with anything but that. No matter if they're effeminate or more masculine, like, Mm. that's all a spectrum. So I thought, let's talk about this. I would love to hear your perspectives, especially. So who wants to dive in first? You know, why don't you start, Fran? Let, let's start Me? with this. Mm-hmm. So when you was watching the episode, right, mm-hmm. what did you think? Would you, let's act like we the scene after where the homegirls was all talking about, you know. Right. <laughs> right. I talked, so, to, yeah, I talked about this with Crystal on Insecurity, which you guys should definitely check out. Um, And I totally admit it. I was like, listen, I can't even give you the PC answer that you guys want to hear. I can't be like, I love everyone and it's totally okay. No, I struggle with that. I know for a fact that if my boyfriend said to me, I also enjoy men, it's going to shock my system. Mm -hmm. And there's I can't lie to you about that. It's going to shock me. And then I had to sit with it, especially after that episode and a conversation with Crystal, because I love how open she was. And she was like, I don't give a fuck. And I was like, damn, (laughs) that's so cool. You know me. I'm like, let me shed my bullshit. That's always my goal for everything in life. So I sat with it, especially after the awesome conversation with my friend and just hearing his difficulties with dating women he's interested in. And I was like, what is the issue? Why would that bother me so much if my boyfriend was like, yeah, I must have a dude or I like dudes too. And 
my issue is not based in homophobia of thinking he's like less of a man because he likes it. My issue, I realize, is that it it makes me anxious to think that he wants something that I could never offer. You know what I mean? And so that is clearly ego based. You know, it's like, mm. damn, like if he gets that craving, that's it. Would Isha <laughs> tell her friend that's an itch I can't scratch? <laughs> I was trying not to laugh. You know, like, that's a tough pill to swallow, no pun intended. Tough, tough. That's a really tough pill. But then I had to realize, but the person you're with should not be craving, I mean, that's a whole other conversation (laughs) about monogamy. That's like another episode. But if they're cheating, they're cheating. Whether it's with a woman or a man, that's a whole different problem. And craving other people sexually, we're all human. We crave other people. I'm not saying you don't. Absolutely. But, you know, him moving forward, I should say, (laughs) on those cravings. Oh, (laughs) moving forward (laughs) on those cravings. (laughs) On those very human cravings. I am not mature enough to have (laughs) I mean, I'm on the fence. (laughs) I'm on the edge of glory over here right now. Him moving forward would be a whole (laughs) different problem. No, not the edge of glory. So I, you know, that's a whole different, it's just so many layers, you know what I mean? But I like the fact that I sat down and then I asked myself, okay, now at this point, at this age where you're at, if a man were to say that, let's say we just met each other and had that conversation, I can honestly, transparently admit that now it's not going to shock me or make me as fearful as it did before because I love the fact that I've been discussing it more. And Crystal honestly really shifted my perspective a lot because I love how she was just so fluid with it. And she was like, you know, maybe it's because I'm a lesbian, a woman of color, that I am just more accepting of, you know, different people and spectrums and sexualities. And I was like, wow, so as heterosexual people are just so stiff. You know, we're so stubborn. Oh, God. (laughs) You should see their faces. We're so stubborn and set in our ways, and we have so many limitations. So that's my my place. And and this is something I'm still deconstructing about myself. I'm in no way saying that the next dude, I'm going to be like, yeah, (laughs) that's totally cool. You don't have to. You know what I'm saying? But I will admit that now the stigma attached to it doesn't affect me as harshly so I I can continue to work through that and it's something that I'm totally fascinated by honestly because I'm like clearly I got some issues and some walls up about that because why am I tripping what does that even mean a great guy is a great guy so what do you guys think I'd love to hear your opinion especially from the I would I mean I don't know how deep y'all gonna let me dig but I'm so curious (laughs) I'm so mad at y'all. Y'all can't make faces for everything. I'm curious Yo. about your attractions and if, like, the spectrum. Have you been attracted to more than just men, women? Have you felt that oh, you've you had to pick? Shebang. Yeah, have you felt that you've had to pick? You know, like, give it to us today. <laughs> I'm so mad at y'all. Who wants to go first? <laughs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> Who knew? Dustin volunteers oh, as man. tribute. <laughs> no, I, uh, listen. I don't know, Asante. You have to go. You just have to, you just have to go. Okay, so look, man. You know, I'm gonna be immature as fuck for this episode already. So let's just do it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's just do it. <laughs> oh my god. Um, no, but really quickly, I want to say 
friend, I think it's so dope that you answered the way that you did. Even if you sat up here and said that you would not have fucked around, like, just nah, just nah. Right. I would have respected that because I think it's super it's dope. Honest. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> right. absolutely. But it's super dope that Issa Rae actually did this. So I we know. can have this so we conversation. Can have these conversations. Yeah. Because so important. even as a, a black gay man, um, I would date somebody, I mean, that's bisexual or identifies as pansexual or whatever label they want to put on it. As long as they're interested in me. What about skillet sexual? As long as the sexual. As long as the sexual. No, I just got that. No. There you go. Got him. Got him. Got him. Tip, tip him over and pour him out. Got him. Asante is down laughing. Down. No. Skillet sexual. Come on, man. It's long. As long. <laughs> Listen, if I am the interest and the interest is mutual, then we will go from there. And there, I feel like, are going to be things in any sort of relationship that are going to deter you, right? So if it's a sec- if it's something as what your sexuality is, because, and this is going to sound really bad, but if you come to me and you say that you are a straight man, cool, you are a straight man. But if your sexuality is interested in me, and we are honest about, you know, sex partners and stuff. You are not honest about your sexuality. That is something you have to deal with. Right. Because I personally do deal with um, maybe your friend on the opposite side of the spectrum, right? Because it's a really it's really nice that your friend, well, it's not nice, but it's kind of cool that they just put themselves in the boxes gay because they didn't want to disrespect women. Now, on the other end of that, it's, you know, fucked up. But they didn't. he didn't want to or she didn't want to lie. Mm-hmm. There are people that lie to themselves and, you know, it's still a lie, so they don't care. But... As black, as black goes with anything, there's shame involved. So for black people to have these conversations about sex is very odd in a lot of spaces. And for me as a black gay man, I always try to give people leeway with certain conversations. And um, that's why I say it dwindles down to if you're interested in me and that's where we are, cool. But if you try to bring something else into the equation, because as a bisexual man, you know, you've expressed interest in both. Now, if you're trying to be like, hey, you know, when we met, I said I was bi. So now we got to bring a woman in this every now and then. I'm not really with that. Mm. That's not a thing for me. So if they try to impose their lifestyle Absolutely. on you, then it becomes Absolutely. a problem. If that's your sexuality and that's just how you've chosen to, you know, express yourself sexually throughout the years, months, whatever, you're just experimenting, fine. But if that's going to do something that's going to involve me changing, you know, what I'm doing, like, all right, I'm going to bring a woman into this. I can say maybe I've experimented with women at that point, but it wouldn't mean that I would be bi at that point mm-hmm. for me. But that's if I was willing and open to do that sexually. And because I am not, if your sexuality does not affect me, cool. We are A1 since day one. Now, with all of that said, I wanted to double back. People lie about their sexuality or they lie to themselves and things like that due to shame. It is fucked up that straight men can't experiment. And I am not straight, but I just really need to say that that is really fucked up because I know plenty, I have had homegirls say, that nigga gay and I can't deal with it because, you know, he was touched when he was younger or something like that. Like something. I've read that a million times. And it's times. just like, what? Those two things do not like correlate. Like even with this part on Insecure, this gentleman said, you know, he put in his, the dick happened. I didn't like it. It was. Yeah, he's like, it wasn't for me. It was a one off. Yeah. It was a one off thing. Like nobody's going to say, well, how many times did you do it? And if he, if it's just that one, it should really just be like, all right, now I can understand your mind and your imagination because there are certain things that you 
don't deal with regularly <clears throat> that just kind of become weird the first time that you have to deal with them. So if someone was to say that right off the bat, like on the opposite end, like, hey, I'm a dude, but, you know, you're my first guy. That for me is always kind of weird, too, because it's like, all right, you don't have experience in this arena. And then I have to kind of figure out why are you gay now or, you know, have you not, you know, what what the situation is. Right. Is it fun but, um, for you? Is it a secret? Right. Mm-hmm. But a, a lot of that is going to go into just these these intimate spaces with people. Like when you meet them, like you have to, if you are going to trust this person with your body, your soul and stuff, you know, you you should trust them to be, or you should be able to trust each other enough to have these conversations about what certain things mean as far as the romping in the bedroom goes. Right. Did I do good? I kept my face as strong as long. And you know, a lot of a lot of my spiritual mentors, which is that's the thing about like listening to people about God or spirituality is so important. No matter how much you respect who you're listening to, no matter how much you agree with what they say, or you know, no matter how much of their schools of thought resonate with you, it's important to base the truth on how it makes you feel Mm. and a lot of my mentors have said things like oh homosexuality is trauma based so you bringing that up with girls saying oh he was touched you know like I've a lot of people I respect have said that Mm. that it's something that happened that's skewed and I'm just like you know like I mean then there's the epigenetic conversation like there's so many layers because I've seen youngins in my family that I mean obviously I don't know what's happened to them every day of their life to say what caused what but I think that they were born that way (laughs) you know what I mean and you kind of can't tell me otherwise because I don't feel that like in my spirit but you know people have their different opinions of where where sexuality stems from like you're saying like is it how you feel is it experimental is it fun right Because even when Molly on the show was talking about messing with girls, it seemed like the typical, like, I'm a drunk college girl having fun at a party. Yeah, and I remember one girl, when I was in college, going through the same thing. I'll never forget this girl said to me, don't hook up with me if this is just some drunk college shit, because I don't play that. And, that's, and I'll never forget that because I was like, I love that she just put that shit out there. Like, and you know what? don't play with me. And, it, and that's such a common <laughs> like, this thing. this is my life. That's such a common thing for women to discuss. You never, like, at that point, you, you got straight men in the room. It's almost like a silent, no, you don't experiment. You a man. You supposed to have bitches since 12 or whatever. <laughs> and just, right. I saw a poll. Did you guys see the poll on Twitter that a, a girl made this week? And she asked the dude, she was like, because obviously the polls are anonymous. And she was like, tell the truth. If you could experiment and not be judged, how many of you would do it? And there was a percentage that said yes. And I was like, damn, all those people that just secretly said yes. Like, that sucks that they, the most they can, the most freedom they'll feel is by just pressing anonymously on that poll, probably. You know, like. That sucks. But I thought it was interesting that she even asked that. And I'm sure it's because of this episode of Insecure. Because now everybody's man, oh man. deconstructing lift, these conversations. Then lift the burner. Huh. Man, oh man. Man, oh man. <laughs> then lift man, Dustin. oh what do you, man. What do you think, Dustin? <laughs> uh, let's see. It's your turn, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So, okay. Real shit, right? Please, yes. Okay, so being gay is something that is very difficult for a lot of people to understand or even attempt to 
interpret. Mm-hmm. They think that it's different. They think that it's shameful. They think that it's a sign of weakness Shame. or a sign of being lesser than other people. And so nobody wants to be attached to that, right. especially in communities where reputation is important and where image is really what you find your self-confidence from, right? Do you have the nice clothes? Do you drive a nice car? Does your family have money? Whatever. You know what I mean? Are you tough enough? Do you, can you fist fight? You know, in communities where those are the things that measure your relevance. Fitting ideals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, some, it's, it's, it's something that is less than desirable to be attached to. So people don't want to admit that that's something that they experience or feel. There are so many people who walk around this earth with feeling sexual feelings for people of the same sex. Mm-hmm. But everybody is really afraid to explore it to it definitely identify with or as that and to take it on as something that people you're saying there are a lot of people that have those feelings and and want to feel things for people of the same sex but they can't so they can't so bottom line that's why people are not open about being gay that's why people are still ashamed of it that's why people are still scared to be attached to it and that's why People are intolerant, rather, of other people who have openly experimented sexually with same-sex, you know, sex. Hell, you know what I mean? Nobody wants to be attached to that, especially women to men, especially black women to black men, Mm. because they want someone who they perceive as strong, someone who they perceive, like they said on the show, as a man's man or whatever they said. That's what is desirable, and so... Like I said, it's an automatic sign of weakness. Then you have to add in the element of fear. Like, numbers for numbers, like, it increases the, the probability of you being cheated on by double. Because now you got to worry about guys and girls. So there are some people who, their apprehension. As if we don't have to worry yeah, enough. Right. Their apprehension, is, and that goes for guys or girls, oh, which I'm going to get to in a second. <laughs> But that, that I mean, come on, you know what I mean? You have to consider that. Then there's the component of the double standard that so blatantly exists, right? Where women experimenting sexually is like commonplace and even something that is a bonus or a treat or desirable. You know what I mean? But if a guy says that he experimented with another guy, then he's gay. He's every other word that they want to call him. And he's also disqualified. That's a huge double standard, especially when you have someone who knows what it's like to be gay and presents themselves a certain way where other people feel comfortable maybe making a move on them or sharing certain information with them and so when you're when you're downing gay people and when you're speaking ill of just the 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 reality of being gay understand that you never know who's sitting next to you this literally happened to me right I was in an environment and somebody was having a conversation. It was a, a lady. She was having a conversation about how she hated gays and how no, it was a downfall of society, everything, right? She didn't know me. I was just sitting there and I was actually there with another young lady. So it looked like we were a couple. So she was like trashing gay people. What she didn't know is that I know who her husband is. <gasps> and I know that I know things that she doesn't even know omg and so i'm sitting here and i'm like i uh, and now mind you i'm not having those thoughts in a you know bitch like your husband gay no Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm like i wonder if like she talked like this around him and it made him curious i wonder if because what i knew about him was that he had had two experiences Mm. you know with a same-sex lover wow okay two and so, but but so hearing her conversation, you just never know who's sitting next to you. And you never know what you don't know. And maybe she was in, with a person who, 
from what I know of them, they seem to be pretty forthcoming. And I know that this is something they guard, you know, very seriously. Mm. And maybe it's because she made him uncomfortable like that. Maybe she had been having those kind of conversations. And even if he was at a point in his life where he was ready to confront that and accept it, you know, and share it with her so they shit would stay afloat, maybe she turned him away. And so now he's, you know, doing things in secrecy. There's just so many effects. So you never know. And it's always best if you just leave a space of comfort and a space like a safe space for your loved ones. And that could be romantic love, you know, family love, whatever. Make people feel safe so that you don't, you know, you're not on the other end of a secret. Just put it like that. Well said. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) And I've noticed, too, the majority, like, at least from what I've witnessed online and just in life, the people who tend to go the hardest speaking down or negative, like the most negative, most aggressive ones, it's because they have a personal story. Mm-hmm. Whether it's they themselves are hiding their sexuality or, like you said, the lady, who knows? She could be going that hard with that conversation because she knows, knows. you yep. know? And then that's her way of, like, you know, overcompensating for that. And even politicians, how many times have we heard the story of politicians pushing for bills that are anti-gay mm. and then you like find out therapy? that they've been dating mm. someone of the same sex, like mm. secretly. And it's just like mind blowing because it's like you are going so hard in the wrong direction. And let's be clear, right? Being gay is something that is not normal in most people's lives right it's and when i say not normal it's not something that they encounter and are forced to deal with on a regular basis right gay people are aware of that you know make no mistake when gay people walk into a room or enter into a, a building or whatever where they have is to that mix really and still mingle, the case though in 2006 yeah. oh, yeah, i guess because we live in new york so Friend. we're kind right. of in so a bubble we see right everything i'm spoiled all the time <laughs> yeah but please believe you see who just won so mm, right, right, it's right. not something that You're people right. are, 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 you know, embracing of or anything. But gay people know that and they understand that. The mm. last thing they need is somebody making them feel even more uncomfortable, making them feel even more unwelcome or whatever. Now, on the flip side of that coin, don't patronize gay people either. Don't nobody need you to lay it on too damn thick. Mm. Just be regular. You know what I'm saying? And when I say lay it on too thick, I, I mean I feel that. This. I noticed that a lot, especially on Tumblr. Like, <laughs> and, and, and just every gay man does not say, you know, yes. And, and every gay man don't call their male friends Twirl, the, the B word. And you know what I'm saying? Everybody's not interested like in that. And <laughs> so when you encounter them, you know what I'm saying? You don't always want to say, you know, you know, yeah, cunt, you know, yes. and you I know, live for you, sister girl. Shit. Come up to you at an event like, I support gay rights. It's the same thing as... <laughs> yes, ma'am, honey, boo-boo. No, not balls. honey, boo-boo. It's Boots. the same thing as like Rachel Dozal coming up to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Putting her fist With a safety pin on shit. her jacket. Then saying, what's up, my brother? You know what I'm saying? Real life. She's trying to talk you know, about your twist. That's actually really important advice it's because not, I noticed that a good. lot online. And it's not just for gay people, but it's also like those body positive sites and not only just sexuality, body, like every 
theme that can yes. come up in society. I notice people will go hard to almost like overcompensate how accepting they are. And like you said, it can come across pretty patronizing. And I think sometimes you just that, be cool. It's just, just be that cool. Because, you know, I'm a nervous person. So it might be because of that, like that instant grant, like that first or second time you get it. You think like, oh, I you know, I'm supposed to be lively and be welcoming because, you know, I don't get a lot of this. Like it can't just be this regular like cool like other like you know make them feel welcome yeah it's always like that like i'm excited that you're gay so you should be excited <laughs> don't be down it gets better it's like <laughs> i've done that lesson like i we don't have to do that to get like thank we you don't even, honestly we don't even have to talk about it at like at all like we're not fucking because sometimes you it's literally just who you sleep with that's it you're gay that, like what was that's coming it. out like it's literally just who you sleep with you don't need to wave a flag every time you see People someone. Think, they think once it becomes part of the math equation, like, that is how you solve for X. It's like, this is not the answer. <laughs> it's saying how you get there. Right. But, you know, the only thing I will say, I do appreciate that we all come together when it comes to activism. You know, like, bills passing, the craziness passing in North Carolina, you know, with who can use the bathroom and who can. That's when it's ma- That's when it matters. And That's you, when being an ally matters, to me, in my opinion, at least. You know, it's really uh, brazy that you say that because brazy. somebody uh, sent in an email, and I don't know how we're going to have this conversation, but they were, they said that they don't like being lumped in like LGBTQ. And that's like a thing that keeps coming up within the. I did gay community. see. I actually saw a post on that on Tumblr. But a lot of people Somebody feel that was way. Like, on, on both it's sides, like all the freaks have been thrown into a category. That's well, literally was what they wrote. on But Tumblr. even on like the transsexual side, it's like this. That's not our fight, and gay people don't fight for us anyway. So we don't want to be included. Like in and you know in not the full obviously not everybody feels this way, but just from some of the things I've been reading, I thought it was super interesting that. Things were trying to divide, but there were some really great points made on both sides because the struggles, you know, at one point were similar. But now as we're having more conversations, I see why, you know, people want to separate. I'm so tired of points. I don't know what to do. I've always hated labels and boxes and all that. You just got to always break this down and be this and part of that and this. It's just too much. Let me be quiet. Never mind. Because I don't (laughs) want to say nothing I shouldn't say. (laughs) But I just get so sick of people forcing you to take on their issues. I put it to you like that. There's a way and a certain level of respect that everybody deserves. Um, and I just believe that everybody should get it. And I'm just going to leave it there. And that's it. But I don't need you pushing me to do it. Right. And also, like, I get that that we figured out how to describe what's wrong with you or whatever, or what you're going through and shit. But that doesn't mean that I have to know that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about in, like, extremely specific cases. Because, as you know, we do this show, and so we get a lot of responses. Mm -hmm. And some of the things that I've seen were, like, I am one of the people, I am one of the .012567% people who have 13 toes on their left foot, and you fucking are supposed to... Mention me when you did mm. this. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like, Consider come me on, when you like, form your opinions. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? It's something that, like, literally we wouldn't even know to to address, to think of, or anything. That's different than us saying something that's completely, like, excluding of, you know, like, blatantly, you know, you understand what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And you understand why I have to say it that way. Yes. Right. That's why I love you. Yes. <laughs> so go ahead. Well, what advice... <laughs> Do you have for someone who is combating having to be 
in a box. Like my friend who wants to explore the range of his sexuality and he just can't. And it's kind of hard to give someone like that advice because he's fine. He knows how he feels. It's the, the confusion isn't within him. Right. The confusion lies with within other, the ab- interactions he has to deal with he with wait others. For society to I catch think up. that your friend... And that's a tough one because it's not like you can tell him, hey, do X, Y, and Z. It's right. basically telling him, hey, expect Bitch, X, on. Y, and Z from everyone else. All your friend can do is be honest and literally that's it but in order to be honest your friend has to be i guess prepared for, for whatever respo- exactly right which is just like which sucks point. but because right. because everybody hates dealing with rejection but your friend obviously has to deal with it on a larger scale than most people mm-hmm. so i know that's got to be a pretty shitty situation to be in but unfortunately that's the only way he'll get like true fulfillment where he does meet a woman that he's interested in and can tell her and exactly she's fine. who he is yeah, yeah. You know, that's the only way he can achieve that is through being completely honest so he got to be ready for that risk. Fight or flight, bro. Come on, let's go. Say it! <laughs> like Black what? Street. Black, what's, or no, not Black Street. Who was Nikki Gilbert in the Brownstone? <laughs> Say it! <laughs> That's oh what your gosh. friend need to do. <laughs> I thought Nikki Gilbert was in Black Street. <laughs> 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 Nikki Gilbert singing New Jack Swing. <laughs> yeah. I can't stay, y'all. What about you, Asante? <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Something. Come on. What advice do you have for someone? Boy, what does your friend look like, friend? That is the burning question. <laughs> oh no, God. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll slide you inside you later. Oh, oh, Go four. ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I six, think. Six, four, six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> two, one, two. Okay. <laughs> two. Um, six listen. nine six nine. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Eight, six, seven, three, oh, nine. Oh, my Lord. I knew a jukebox was no, gonna be look, triggered. Look, you knew. <laughs> um, damn, I can't even get to where I need to be right now. So listen. That's what she said. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Come on, Sancho, you have to pull it together. Frank, you, you make, hear him. You, you hear gotta, what he is saying. You, you got to make ends meet. Come on, Sante. <laughs> you hear him. I'm not. How am I supposed to do this? Let's regroup. Look, yes. Okay. What's the takeaway? So listen, just really fast. I also wanted to say, and this might really be a black conversation too, because thinking about on Broad City and people in New York, I know now pegging is a big thing, and they may not have everything to do with you know bisexuality or some of these titles. But pegging and the the heterosexual, there is a an uprising on there. They're talking about it more. There are a lot more sex positive things happening out there. So just Can you define pegging for people who don't know what that is. Pegging, um, in the sense that I'm speaking of in the moment is when a a woman straps up with mm. a you know a little gets a little young my piece, a little young ma in the front. Hold <laughs> up, wait a minute. When you said pegging, I thought you were talking about like attaching a label to like nope. people's behavior. Pegging people in the corner. Pegging, I had a pegging. feeling that's what he was describing so I was like, no. can you define it for the people no. in the back? We taking it there today. <laughs> what? Pegging. You know, it's a, it's a thing where guys will... And you're saying that that's been a it's, conversation it's a, on Broad yeah, City? It's a bigger conversation that's being had in general and on Broad City um, the girl, she's been Lusting after her her uh, neighbor all this time, and they finally about to do it. Oh, I saw that episode. <laughs> and he, got the and he had like an array.
tray. Yeah, he had, and he pulled out the one. Right. It was the strap, and she put it in the dishwasher and messed it up or something. So she tried to buy a new one, and right. it looked just like it. And he said it's not the same. Whole big thing, but a whole big thing. Get it? Jesus. Uh, so you know, pegging that might be happening more on the. Caucasian side of things I just want to throw that out there for somebody that might be people are talking about that because I want to say that and Broad City is funny as fuck so the takeaway is because I mentioned sex positive just a moment ago be more sex positive and that does not mean that you need to have more sex with more people that just means you need to be more tolerant and understanding of things that are happening sexually with other people and even for yourself look at the actions that you're taking and what things mean to you if things even affect you that are happening if I come up to you as a gay man and you're like you're gay ugh like there's something wrong with you not me you are disgusted with that because of whatever has happened to you and that is not my issue or my problem it is up to you as the individual to figure out why you are turned off by something that you are not even being asked to be a part of in certain situations in certain instances in this particular one the gentleman shared a past sexual experience he is not gay he is identified as straight he tried the tilapia he does not like it well in this case (laughs) He tried to roast beef. Well, no, not to roast beef. I don't want to be inappropriate. I don't want to be immature. He tried something he didn't like it. You know, it wasn't his thing. So you can't just keep putting him in that box. So as people, as we become more tolerant and tolerable and understanding, I just want to leave you all with that challenge. If you are turned off by something that does not involve you or you're not being put into, we're being put into you. Oh, my Jesus. Think about it. Take a second. <laughs> um, My takeaway would be, obviously, take your time with it, too. Because I think... Because we live in such a PC world, you almost feel forced to be this perfectly open-minded person that accepts the entire world. And that's ideal. Yes, we should all be accepting of everyone, especially marginalized, oppressed communities. Absolutely, that is the ideal. But the reality is we have a lot of work to do. And I think instead of maybe tweeting or pressing like on articles that are like, yay, I love the world, make sure you're really unraveling these things in real life, like really having these conversations. Because you can't say, yay, I love all people. But then if a man were to say, hey, I had a sexual, you know, tryst with a man in college, would you be cool with that? Like, ask yourself that. So what exactly are you pressing like for these articles and reblogging and retweeting? When when it comes down to it, you are not actually positively contributing to society by, you know, by being mm. willing to be open in real life. So the PC culture online, man, I think a lot of people say a lot of great things. Um, That's why I was honest, you know, and um, on the show with Crystal, I wasn't going to be like, I, you know, yeah, it's totally cool. Like, I couldn't even do it. I was like, girl, listen, that's a struggle for me. Like, and I love, and I love <laughs> and you for that. Okay. because it, And it is okay. And, and I love I, you for just, that. I had to be honest because I, wasn't I couldn't lie you. to Crystal. I couldn't sit there and be like... Look her in the face knowing damn well that and I'm man glad, said that. And I'm glad that you did, though, because if you would have sat up your friend and told me, I would even as a gay man, I'd be like, friend, we had to talk about some things. So you just thought too nice. Like, it depended on what you would have said. So thank and you that's for something that. that I have to deconstruct. I've been totally asking myself the questions. Why? And to me, Why? that is way more important than being PC. It's it's unraveling all the bullshit that society has kind of created of you and your family and mm. religion and politics and race and gender and all this shit. Because the goal is to evolve, right? To be a better version of yourself with each conversation you have, with each interaction. So I'm thankful that Issa brought that up. 
I'm thankful it's something that's being discussed because I think it's important. And for those mm. of you who are having those sexual feelings and you feel, as my friend said, that you can't express the full range of it, I don't even feel I have... I'm in the right place to tell you advice, you know, because I don't know what that feels like. I am someone who... I like who I like. I'm a very fluid person with my sexuality. Like... I like energy. And I know all the people are like, you're a hippie, of course. <laughs> but I'm an energy person. I'm not sitting there looking for X, Y, and Z. I'm looking for someone who makes me feel something. How many and... times have you experienced <laughs> So, you know, <laughs> but the whole world isn't like me. And obviously I still have things to unfold about myself because if I were to meet a man that said he he's an energy person <laughs> and he's also very what fluid. What kind of energy? Right. <laughs> I don't, you know, it's kind of interesting to me that I am accepting of that with my life, but I'm going to have a wall up with a man that is that way. You know, like that's yeah. weird. And clearly I have some work Not to do. Not necessarily though. I feel like for men, we haven't uncovered like a lot of layers like women y'all are way ahead of the game y'all get to feelings like it's nothing y'all know what a lot of that means for men yeah but it's but it's weird that i'm accepting of it from my life but if a man is also Mm. fluid that i would be like hold up you know what i mean like that's weird that's like dustin said that's that double standard yeah but again a lot of that just comes from us as men or in general having those conversations about taking that apart but it is i mean it's a lot of work it's a lot of work. <laughs> Dustin has this face. I'm trying to figure out what it is. Because I've always been uncomfortable with the term sexually fluid. Really? Mm-hmm. What bothers you about it? It sounds like discharge. Oh. And I've always, and I'm just oh being God. honest, I've always been uncomfortable. So I cringe when I hear it. Like, I'm sexually fluid. I'll be like, oh. oh I thought now he I'm was going to say it. something emotional. But, um, but yeah, so that I saw no. I saw people who were tweeting, like, when all when Insecure was on. Right. Oh, like, I saw girls some I know personally. Tweets. You know, saying, like, I, I'm good. You can miss me with a mm-hmm. sexy fluid man. But... Can I really be mad at that? No. Because literally, that's what you want or don't want. And you're totally entitled to that. Yes. Because you ain't about to fuck with me about what I want or don't want. (laughs) So I'm like, you know what? Cool. Good. And I'm glad you felt like sharing. So shout out to Issa Rae, like you said, for starting this conversation. Shout out to everybody that felt a tingle down below when they watched the scene go down. It was Mm. like, well, damn, I remember feeling like that a little bit. (laughs) And shout out to the actor playing Jared for being willing to step into a role that important. Because I can guess how many men would have been like, no, I ain't doing that gay shit. Right? So that's valuable shit. It was. And yeah, so I'm curious, those of you listening, you know, I have a, a question for you as always. How much of your sexuality do you have to unravel as well? Not just with your personal feelings, but your acceptance of the feelings of others and the men and the women in your life. I would love to hear your thoughts. Are you like me where you can admit that it's something you have to work on? Are you, I was going to say fluid, but I don't want Dustin to cringe. Thank you. <laughs> Are you more advanced and evolved where you're like Crystal, you know, where she's like, dude, People are people. Like, you got to be accepting. Are you at that level? Are you still figuring it out? I'd love to hear where you're at. The beauty of this show is that we are all in different level, on different levels of understanding with life. So let's share those perspectives and see how we can help each other understand things better. And that is it for the hot button issue. I, I wanted thought to just jump. Gonna wrap the show. I was yawning and shit. I'm like, good. <laughs> no, I'm just. We skipping everything. 
Yeah, okay, I like this one. Don't forget that this week's episode of The Friend Zone is also brought to you by Loot Crate. On the hunt for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles for the, this holiday season, end your quest with Loot Crate. Loot Crate offers an epic range of pop culture items for less than $20 a month. Whether you're shopping for the geek in your life or you are the geek, Loot Crate is the best surprise you know is coming. Every month there's a different theme and new exclusive items you can only get with Loot Crate. They're always watching. They've designed a system to keep you down. They're meddlesome. Hello, friends. It's time for a revolution. Fight the power and pave the way for a brighter tomorrow with December's Rebellious Crate. Featuring exclusive items from Assassin's Creed, Mr. Robot, hello, Firefly, and more. You've got until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. But when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. Make sure you go to www.lootcrate.com slash friendzone and enter promo code friendzone to save $2 on any new subscription today. Geek out with Loot Crate. Okay. Now let's get back to the show. So I wanted to I jump like into that. this week's wellness segment. Well, well. <laughs> well, well, well. That was a Christmas version. Shout out to El Dubai. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys, do you guys floss? No, not as much Multiple as Multiple times a day. Really? I carry well, I mean, you flossed with me on this time. show. Yes. So I believe Y'all know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do you floss? No. I stay no. floss. No, That's but, honest, and, though. A lot of and people And I'm don't. missing it. It's the only thing that I don't do. I got me an electric toothbrush, replace the head every three months. Right. The batteries, too, because the batteries Got to replace the head the every three months. O-M-G. Replace. Didn't I tell you? No, not replace, So I wanted to talk to you guys. Have you guys ever heard of a water pick? Yes. yes, but I've never known what Man. it was. What? I want one. If somebody is listening, <laughs> you talk about that big ass water shit that do all the thing. Yeah, I basically, a water pick is basically the water version of flossing. Mm. So it's a little machine that has like a little filter. It almost looks like a Brita. You ever go to the dentist and <laughs> like they just a min- flush yeah. the water in your shit? Yes, mm-hmm. when the dentist cleans your, your mouth out, it's similar, but obviously it's the home version. And it's a cute little. It looks like a Brita, a mini Brita, and you turn it on, and it has different settings. You know, it can massage, it can just floss, and you literally put it. It's like a toothbrush that spits out water, basically. It get up in between there. Yeah, yes. and you put it on your teeth, and imagine the the head of your toothbrush spitting out water. So it literally spits water in between each tooth. So some stats that I was looking at, because I actually have been using the water pick for a while now. Um, I think it was free people. The, you know, mm. the clothing line, they have a blog, a wellness blog. Um, I forget the title of it. It's like Studio something. But it's the Free People blog. If you type that into Google, it'll pop up. <laughs> and they totally introduced me to the water pick. I had never freaking heard of it. Crystal this is like one. a year ago. I, I did see her one in her bathroom. I was like, Crystal is just she so advanced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crystal got the coolest house she ever. She really to, does. To with her salon, shower curtains. Yeah. But, um... So they put me on like a year ago and I've been using it, but I hadn't made any posts or anything. So I was like, I want to use it first and kind of, you know, feel it out. And I've actually really been enjoying it. And I think if you because I know most people that that floss, the issue is that it makes their gums bleed or yes. they feel like when they are pulling down into the gum, like it's a, it feels rough and aggressive. And then also your fingers. It's harsh. 
obviously you probably flossing a little too hard, <laughs> but Playing most people, yeah, like they get the, the, the little grooves and digs in their fingers. And, you know, for older people, especially, that's not as easy with their hands to be pulling on the string that's like that. So I totally get that, the nylon string. So obviously the water pick is way easier, especially for kids. You know, little kids might not have the the ability to floss because of the way you have to move it with your mm. hands. But a water pick, literally, they just hold it to their mouth and it just shoots in between each tooth. So I was reading a study that said clinical studies show that water flosser, which is the other name for it, is 51% more effective than dental floss for reducing gingivitis, mm. two times as effective as dental floss at reducing how do you say it? Gingival bleeding? Gingival? Gingival. I ain't never had that. <laughs> it don't guess... make your gums bleed. <laughs> <laughs> Gingival bleeding. And then 29% more effective as dental floss at removing plaque. So it basically beat floss, you know, out the water. So I, no pun intended. And it... So I think it's something worth trying. It's really cheap. You can go on Amazon. I've seen it on Etsy. Yes, Bed Bath me, and Beyond, of give course. Me the has. review, friend. Now the water pick. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how long have you had yours? You said a year. A now? year now. A little you under a year. You haven't had to change anything out from it. Do you have to clean anything? Yes. From it? Okay. It has, yes. Please. It has. Um, what would you call it? It's basically like a cartridge. Or it's not a cartridge, but it's like insert. a glass tube <laughs> that sits at a top that basically the water shoots out of. Think of it like a hose. It's the glass tube that basically protects the hose. That glass tube needs to be replaced like every three to five months. That's it? Yeah, but they're really cheap and they come in packs on Amazon. You know how Amazon yeah. has everything. They mm-hmm. come in packs. So I like I literally buy a pack of maybe 10. So I'm good for like years basically. Right, stealing from my bathroom, right? <laughs> I'll be like, wait, man, you hear me plotting over here? Just take it but you know, just one purchase—that's essentially years worth of tubes, and it's really cheap. The water pick, it ranges. I've seen it from twenty-five dollars to over a hundred. Obviously, you pay for what you get. You know, quality depending on what you want. The only downside I can admit is that it can get a little messy. Not water isn't messy, but. It shoots all over the place. Right. You know, like, there are days where you I end up with water, like, all on my glass, <laughs> like, the mirror, the shower curtain. But it's also, you just have to, I don't know how to say this without you guys making a face. You have to know how to put it in your mouth, like, how to place it properly so that it won't shoot crazy. Okay, no. <clears throat> now, since there's this the cylinder in there, it's like the filter you said, mm-hmm. so I can't just put like a little touch of something in the water, like a little Listerine or a little, you know, uh, Bombay. <laughs> the way that it's, at least the one I have, the way that it's structured, the tube, I don't see... So black charcoal first and then Unless you after. were to put it in the actual filter part, where oh, the, like the generator part where the water part. is. Yeah. Maybe that way, but because of bacteria and things, I don't know if that's something you want to play around. But, I mean, actually, that's worth researching, actually, because I'm sure they're, especially the hippies, I'm sure they're like, if you put essential oil. Okay. <laughs> but it's definitely something worth looking into, like what you can add to the water right. or to yeah, the water pick. Clog it up. Right, I that's mean, why I asked. I was like, That's you know, what I was saying. Even just for bacterial purposes, like I don't know if you want to put anything but water in the little yeah in the little tub part. But I've, I've always seen that big thing. I've but I like the fact that it's water. 
So it's clean, it's simple, it's easy to use. It's floss, you have to keep buying it. So obviously this water pick is uh, cost effective. You know, you don't have to buy floss ever again. And then the stats show that it's actually more effective hygiene-wise and health-wise than floss. So win-win, health win, financial win, something that I think you guys should look into. Like I said, the only con was it can be a little messy, but it's just you just have to get used to using it. And that is it for this week's wellness segment. I'm getting it. Right? It's Probably super cute, guys. It. <laughs> and it does she, work. I, they, she should do commercials for them. You know what I love? It has the massage button and mm. it just Ooh. like pulsates. And you don't realize how something that simple, like the street, you ever, when you sit in a jacuzzi, you know, the, the like when it shoots out the side, mm. what is that called? Like the, the jet stream. Mm-hmm. There we go. The jet stream. Mm. When you like have it hit your leg or your back, like imagine that for your gums. It's just such a Friend, nice massage. Please, Something you don't think about. Your gums need a little massage. Okay, so, you know, when I be real high, like self-care is like the best because you're so high, Cause you're right? you're so into yourself. I'm going to make a mess. I want to have that thing like in my room. Just do it just in the bathtub. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that. you can that. do it naked. <laughs> And I can play some lines. And they have cordless ones. Because one thing, too, that was a little bit of a pain in the ass, I wish I would have gotten a wireless one, I'm is finding one. where to plug it in it and Bluetooth? then dragging it. And the cord's not long enough, right? Like a Bluetooth <laughs> one. <laughs> so I definitely might too. invest in a cordless one eventually because it's kind of... It, the positioning of the outlet in my bathroom makes it uncomfortable. Do but it come in a, um, a V6 or just four-cylinder? <laughs> How many? What's the horsepower on it? Right, but something worth looking into for those of you who take your dental hygiene seriously, or maybe hopefully is all of y'all, or maybe you want to step it up. So that's my contribution for the week. Now let's jump over to the music man. What do you have for us today, Asante? First and foremost, I just wanted to shout everybody out that has been reaching out to the artist. It is super dope, and also you know since it's. This is an insecure ass episode. I want to just shout out the music people over at Insecure. The music hits every week. So good. Every week. The soundtrack is bomb. Um, and specifically on the last episode, they did a lot of artists that I've mentioned in the past. So if you need to get caught up on your music man homework, check out the past episodes of the Friend Zone for some awesome recommendations. As per today, we did not get to, uh, we haven't done an icebreaker in a very long time. And I actually should, probably should have hit y'all with this at the beginning of the episode. Um, so on Sunday, it was the the awards. Did you see it? Erica no. Badu hosted. Nope. I missed okay, it. Okay, well, good. Well, not good. So this past Sunday, um, and we've done something similar to this one before. They honored Brandy. <gasps> you know, wow. Brandy just doesn't get enough love. So True. they decided to say, you know, Brandy, you need a little something, something. So if you had to honor a different lady, like it's, uh, let's pretend it's 2017 or uh, 2015. If you had to honor somebody else for uh, the le- lady of hip-hop soul. Was it hip-hop? Not hip-hop soul. Sorry. Just lady Ooh, of soul. Hip-hop soul. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Um, lady of soul. Who would you want to honor? Yes. Who is unsung? Hmm. Cause Jill, I think Jill Scott got it last year, and cause she was there this year. Amel Larue. I knew you was gonna say Amel. I have to I go with my at big you, sis, and I knew you was gonna say. Cause it. she is legendary. She just is unsung, man. People don't. I think she doesn't get the attention she deserves. And Tell Me is a classic, it and is. just even her albums, her as a person in the music industry. 
Yeah, that's if my pick. If it was me, I'm going to give it to Dawn Rashard because I feel yes. like she is very, very talented and completely mm. underrated. Now, I know that there may have been some wounds in the way, you know, <laughs> that blocked her connecting with people again. But when you look at it bare bones, pound for pound, the talent, the ability is there, and it's exceptional. Yes. And so I would love to see her recognized or at least just presented. Acknowledged. On a large scale. Acknowledged. I feel like she deserves that. She so. she does deserve. I like that. She does deserve. Absolutely. So I, I'm just going to piggyback off Dustin right quick. Um, damn, who was my person just that fast? Okay, so I know that this might be a little bit of a stretch, but I'm going to give my my award to oh okay no i'm not gonna give her the award dang snaps just like that i know i'll be thinking about personal stuff i don't know why like that really matters right um okay i'm gonna give this award and I, I, as i'm on stage giving it to her right <clears throat> now we are going to honor a legend tonight we are all here to honor monica because mm-hmm. there was so much shade in the streets about mm-hmm. brandy and monica and I Shade, like recently well oh. because because Brandy was honored you know people was like oh well when is Monica gonna get honored I and always thought that their beef was fake not that they were lying out. but that people were making it more than it is well I felt like that you know when they were coming out talking about it they you know even told a story like we didn't even really know each other people right. were blowing that up and you know we didn't like each other from That's that what or I something always assumed. I feel like even today even yesterday people. When Brandy got when Brandy won the award, were immediately like, "Oh, what's Monica gonna say?" Or I bet she's gonna do this and yada yada yada. It's like Why? we're talking about Brandy right now, not Monica. <laughs> and I love Monica. I'm from Atlanta, but people so people just I, like to pit people against each other. Always, so it's, it makes for fun RTS and always. memes and so you know culture out of true Waffle House culture and nature. <laughs> I had to throw out my homegirl Monica. Shout Mon- out to Monica. Monica's always going to be the big sis. She's going to always be out here in these streets looking mean and looking clean. She's always been real. She's always had the, you know, she will murder somebody on their own track and be saved enough to it's okay. And she's so beautiful. It's such like a class act. Beautiful on the inside and out. She's handled she's, herself with such grace and dignity throughout this entire silly mess with these brandy this brandy shit whatever this is monica has consistently been classy and flown above the fray and and made mention of brandy's talent every time she did that every time she talks about this situation she mentions how talented brandy is how much she respects her gift and how this shit is stupid now we don't know if she's going backstage saying you ugly bitch i i heard what you said and then just saying that on stage we don't know but going off of what we've been presented with right monica is clearly like handling this with some maturity and it's really sad to see brandy and her mother both you know willfully like leaving comments and referencing what we don't know. If it's something we don't know, then either talk about it or stop saying anything at all because all you're doing is making yourself look less than mature. And I hate that because I love Brandy as an artist and I love the way that her mother has been so hands-on helming her, you know, success at the peak of her career. And so, you know, that's how I feel. Brandy is and always, I mean, she's the vocal Bible. Yeah, I co-sign that. And as per, you know, Dustin mentioning Dawn, like Dawn, She's compared to Brandy so much of the time. She's, you know, said, like, you know, Brandy is that shit. There have been so many people that have acknowledged Brandy, and it's great, and I love her, but I cannot go without mentioning Monica. She's so real, and she's so ratchet to some people, but to be so ratchet but so classy, you only know her as ratchet (laughs) behind. People only say that because of how she acts behind closed doors. You never see Monica being 
Monica, the Monica that a lot of people know that she could be. <laughs> Monica could be on Love and Hip Hop and like be that Monica, but she's not going to do that for the cameras. She knows that she has her music and her talent. And when she's on tour for things, this is what belongs on the tour, you know, the music. Not, But she also leads with her family. She's a family-oriented woman. And she's been through so much. The problem with Monica and the reason that she... I don't know how this got to this, but... I'm whatever. like, let's we go, really sit in here dissecting The <laughs> reason that she hasn't gotten to the more recent levels of, like, crazy, crazy success has simply been, like, song selection. That's it. Really? The talent is there. The packaging is there. She's poised. Every the 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 history is there. The fan base is there. Everything is in place. She just needs to get in the studio with some producers that can really give her some impactful music that is relevant and exceptionally good like she did when she released that Still Standing album, which was beginning to end like wonderful. So that's that. And it's a rainy day. You know, Monica and the Missy album was real perfect for the rain music. You know, so gone over you, 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 you. How about you, Dustin? What's going over there in TV land? Oh, in TV land. <laughs> um, yeah, so this week in TV, a lot of stuff went on, and we are going to talk about a little bit of it. So this week in TV, you guys, we're going to make this quick. Um, the Real Housewives of Atlanta came on this week. We're in season nine. Sheree is back. I have some words to say to Sheree. First of all, Sheree is a season one original vet. She came on the show from its inception at the beginning, and she was a part of the reason why we loved that show originally. The storylines were great. They were authentic, and there was years and years of history between her and the other cast members that caused the conflicts which stood out. What she seems to have forgotten Okay, and this is my problem with Sheree, is that those conflicts stood out because there were less of them than there were of the good, laughable moments or of the obnoxiously, you know, um, over the top, you know, opulent moments. The shit that we liked about her being on the show, it wasn't about her arguing. To be honest, Sheree never was the best person in arguments with the, the other cast members. She never really could nail her lines. When she did, it would be one, you know, every so often. But for the most Who part, check me, yeah, she Who got her ass whipped vocally most of the time. So I'm just, I'm just disappointed in Sheree. She should know better than participating in such petty arguments. And also, she's fake because when she was oh talking God. to her children in that condo which we know is an apartment because on tamaratattles.com <laughs> she said that she know where the apartment is and that it was an apartment not a condo but yeah when they was in that condo and they were talking about she set them down to tell them that the chateau was almost ready for moving which I'm not sure why that was I'm an announcement. I'm dead that this is really called a chateau. Like why know, did she wait until it was that? done to do the season? What was that to announce? But her daughter was asking her if Bob their father was going to move back in. Into the chateau. Sheree starts off That's laughing. And then once the daughter didn't really like start laughing too, she just was kind of smiling and looking at her. Sheree went into this well, well, but he never, you know, your dad did a lot, a lot of bad things. He never apologized for the infidelities and so she just went from hot to cold back to hot. It was very, very fake. She was trying to do. You could tell that she was reaching for some type of emotion in the scene, and it wasn't really landing because her kids were being authentic and they were like confused, like, bitch, what you doing? Okay, you know, and it just read wrong so Sheree should know better than that because she's been around from the beginning with Candy's situations I'm completely on her side with the, all yes. the shit between her and her um, her daughter's father who is a silly ignorant mess and called her <laughs> hey, hey what's up hey what's up what's going on well, um, what are we gonna do about uh, I'm coming to see y'all just the, the way that he was talking to her on the phone <laughs> is he was, on the show 
this season. Candy has already released statements saying that she never wanted this to be on television. She never wanted to exploit her, you know, lack of a relationship with her daughter's father and her daughter's lack of a relationship with her father. And as you can see, they've made mention of it over the years, but we've never had an in-depth look. Candy handled it with dignity and she protected her daughter. And so for Block and his girlfriend, Chris Kelly, wherever the fuck she <laughs> enters into this picture, for them to come on the show and let this be the only reason they're on the show is to exploit the the lack of a relationship that they had with Riley. I think it's disgusting. And so I'm on Candy's side. Moving on. And so is Mama <laughs> Joyce, who gave us some iconic television when she was gesturing to Candy to ask about the money while she was on the phone with Block. I'll show you that because I have a video of it, friend. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, yeah, Insecure was great. Molly and Issa's argument was ugly, and I don't think that there's a place for that in friendship. I think you can talk things out, but when it comes to like hurling insults, and they were literally standing in that front of each other. Me. me too. They <laughs> stood in front of each other and tried to figure out shit to say to hurt the other one's feelings. Right. I just can't get with that with my friendships, like, so whatever. But I'm very glad that they made it back. They came back around full circle. I love the fact that they both defended each other in that um, hot tub. Mm -hmm. I love all of that. I love that camaraderie. So that was great. Um, you know, shout out to the Lawrence Hive. I'm in it. I got to say. Lawrence, as if there's any me. question, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Lawrence did his thing. Hey. Did y'all see the one where his head was on the fur like yes. the cover of Love lemonade, like lemonade. <laughs> yes <laughs> yo that one out. took me down. but the funniest was seeing him retweet it dying laughing I'm like yo this they, is they've been so great sports funny. about this cause they all have yes. been all the cast has been kinda engaging so I really enjoyed that <laughs> um then, you know, so that's it on Insecure um Love and Hip Hop in New York was great I think Remy Ma is a good mother Aww. Love it. And I was telling the guys that on my JetBlue flight, mm -hmm. they were playing Loving Hip Hop New York. <laughs> I was really blown by that. <laughs> really, truly. You're going to be on next season. <laughs> so, Me and Cardi. That's that. <laughs> that's and Remy that. and them need to whoop that daughter's that's ass. That's all you that gotta daughter say about got to say. That daughter got a bad. Yeah, oh, that's DJ. About that show. That's all he I have to say. He literally said, Remy is a good mom. And that's literally all I have yeah. to say. That's Damn, it. that's all that happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's it. And shout out to Cardi B. She's perfect. But that's it. Everything else, like, that's all I have to say. And Remy and Papoose need to whip that daughter's ass because she was just a little too spicy when she was talking to them in that studio. And I love the way that Remy was so... Um, you know, consistent with her messaging to them that they needed to figure something out and that it was not easy to be a musician, that most artists are struggling, mm -hmm. and this is not something that's going to be handed to them because their parents are Remy Ma and Papoose. And no shade, but it, I would have died had Remy been like, look at your father. He could rap, but he still ain't popping. Because, you know, Papoose has not been given, like, his season and Pap got them bars on him. People, I think he's extremely talented. People don't. And I think that he made a conscious decision to kind of like step back and give Remy the spotlight. And as we see them operating as a couple on TV, you can kind of tell that that's what that was. Because I love Papoose's music. Mm -hmm. Like I have for years. He's so, he's mm -hmm. more talented than a lot of people that are releasing music right now. What do you think got in his way? Remy's titties. Have you seen him? <laughs> Shit, he's seen that. He was like, sold, and, married. And, and I he, want to right. spend the rest of my life. Yes, I was about to say, he a good dude, too. And so make he, sure you he make it. So he did that. Sweet. Like, he seems like he did that. Like, all right, I got you. Like, she ain't have Go, to ask Remy. for nothing. That Like, when they do that black love stuff, I I live and love it. That's it's like, so good. I want to meet Papoose. I want to shake his hand. That, <laughs> that right there. 
Come on. Well, now. thank you, Dustin, for your. Y'all welcome. <laughs> Can I just <laughs> for your TV land? Just per TV land, as we close that insecure, I just want to give an honorable mention to Bristol for her tweet. <laughs> You may recognize me from my podcast. And then she used a Tammy Roman. A Tamoji. I just had to say that. Thank you, Bristles, for that. You know why that touched my heart. Because I spent a full 99 cents for them Tamojis. Oh, my God. Not Tamojis. <laughs> Guess the fuck what? This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Eloquy. Eloquy is the destination for contemporary fast fashion in sizes 14 through 28. Eloquy offers a full collection of dresses, skirts, tops, sweaters, coats, belts, pants, denim, jackets, and accessories all designed in-house. They offer a sophisticated and figure-conscious fit, and new styles are added to their site daily, with full collections launching every month. Get inspired by their lookbooks with the latest trends from color blocking and mixed prints to ruffles and metallics so you can dress like you have your own personal stylist. Eloquy ships throughout the U.S. and Canada with free shipping on orders over $100. No questions asked, no hassles. Exchanges are for items purchased within the last 30 days. And you can return items if you're not satisfied for your money back. To get 50% off your first item and 40% off any additional items, visit eloquy.com slash friendzone and use promo code friendzone during checkout. That's E-L-O-Q-U-I-I dot com slash friendzone and use promo code friendzone during checkout. Happy shopping. All right. Next segment, we are going to be moving on to asking for all friends. Don't forget to email us, thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Some of you guys have been really cool about sending us in all sorts of things that don't involve things that I don't hate. So I really appreciate you guys. You've been doing really good in the emails lately. (laughs) Keep up the great work. All right. This one goes, true love is hard to find. There's this guy named Heath that I'm starting to fall for, but our lifestyles are completely opposite. I'm from the suburbs, and he's from the heart of the hood. I met him at my corporate IT job, and he was the janitor in the gym. But he takes care of his family. He mentors the kids in the hood who don't have dads, even though he didn't have one himself. And because of me, is continuing to get his life together with buying a car and a new phone. He has a heart of gold, and I don't want to judge him just because he's from the hood, as he didn't choose to live in poverty. I don't, however. I don't want to sell myself short of the type of guy I like, although I feel like he's showing me a new dimension of love. He's pursuing music with his circle, and they recently turned down a record label. He wants to get in a relationship and have kids in a few years. We're 24. And he knows that I'm not ready, but he keeps telling me that he'll support my dreams and take care of them. LOL. He knows I like him, but he is <laughs> afraid of... LOL. <laughs> so he knows I like him, but he is afraid that if he doesn't make it out of the hood, I'll leave him. Am I shallow for being hesitant about moving forward because I'm doubting his financial situation? Or should I be with the guy who tells me how beautiful I am every day and will do anything to support my dreams? Thanks, guys. Fran? Mm-mm. Well, um, you know, I think that in any situation, priorities are always worthy of your focus. And so maybe, um, Fran, I'm trying. So maybe uh, you can think about what is most important to you is financial security more important to you 
or is emotional security more important to you and kind of follow your heart. I think that you're 24, so why you, I just don't think, I think it's premature to even, you know, be this concerned about this decision because it's really not that big of a deal. Because truth be told, like whatever you do, he's still going to be interested in you and you're still going to be interested in him. And so you guys could totally just like pursue your own shit and just like each other on the weekends. Like y'all don't have to like, you can wait. You're 24. Like, like <laughs> just, no just wait. Because so, those plans might change. Don't leave them alone, but both of you guys can take this time to just stay focused on what you're trying to pursue and then like talk about it together over coffee on the weekends. <laughs> right? Um, I don't know. I think one thing I've learned is that when you don't, when you date someone that you don't fully respect, like 100%, whether it's because of their inability to make money or they're from the hood and you're not into that, anything, anything. I think obviously you're never going to find someone that's 100% perfectly what you want. But if there's any part of them that you're writing LOL about, <laughs> I think that kind of speaks for itself. You know, I'm not really sure why you're forcing it you know like if a man says to you i'm gonna take care of you and you're like ha right <laughs> like, why like that says a lot to me even though we laughed but in reality that says a lot and i've been in that position where a dude has been like yo you know when i get put on i'm gonna take care you. of you and he's a rapper and i'm sitting there low-key like yeah i'm sure and that really showed me like girl what are you doing <laughs> with this dude like you don't even believe <laughs> what he's saying and I mean, you're young, so I think for now it's fine. Like, have fun, like Dustin was saying. Don't don't stress it too much. He'll be what he's going to be in your life. Don't try to control it. But I also don't think you should be with someone that you find laughable. That's just my advice. Girl, he going to leave you when he gets signed anyway. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I I personally feel like, because you, you said he showed you a new dimension of love. That Those were your words. You're young. Tell him, you know, let's just have fun and do this thing and just have fun with it because his priorities might change in the next few few years and yours might too. If you like him, date him. Just don't cut your own hours, you know, to see him because you know that you have to pay your bills because he may not be able to go half with you on them. Oh, gosh. So just make sure that you are taking care of yourself and if you are dating him and you're being open and honest with we're just dating and having fun. And as you're getting your stuff together and we'll reevaluate this in X amount of time, fine. But if you do find that you are, you know, laughing a little bit harder at other things than you should, you do need to re-reevaluate <laughs> the situation and say, do I want to just be sitting up here laughing at this nigga? Because he can't right. afford to be laughing with me. And that's what right. I'm going to leave you with. You the only one going to get something to eat at the I movies? I mean, no. Like, you buy his ticket, you know but you, you, you the only one getting the listen, combo. Listen, because you know when you sit down... You know when you sit down at Red Lobster, when you sit down at Red Lobster, you are getting that hurricane, <laughs> and even though they putting them Cheddar Bay Biscuits down, you still getting you an appetizer. <laughs> he might skip the app, you know, and that might be, oh, that's real sensible. And what's him, he getting a Sante? House salad. Caesar. Yeah, you better be hold, happy about hold it. Hold the Parmesan cheese in case y'all charge for putting Matter that fact, on there. Put this. it on mine. And can put I have, his on can mine. Can I have oil and vinegar on the side? Yeah. And do y'all do hot bread as well in addition okay. to the biscuits? It's like, what are you doing? No, that's rude. But again, you know, it's really, there is a lot to be said because you are, you know, taking into consideration where he's at in life and you're understanding that he does have dreams and things like that. The problem is when those things start to stress you out, 
Because if you're trying to be in a relationship with someone, these are things that are going to affect you. So that's why you're hesitant. So when you figure out where these things intersect into your life and at what times and what points, that's where you need to be making your decision. If it's at the restaurant, the decision has been made. Oh, my Lord. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm if you can't support yourself, you know, if you can't even take care of yourself for real, for real, like how are you going to support somebody else in their dreams? Like you can have encouraging conversation and text. You know what I'm saying? But you can't support him in his dreams as far as like, okay, babe, work th 20 hours a week. I'm going to take care of all the bills in the house. That's your money in your pocket and just go to auditions, you know what I'm saying, and go after it. Like if you can't do that and if you're still trying to build yourself up and establish yourself in your own career, like do that first. Then help him when you literally can help him. Like all y'all can do is just sit up and figure everything out together at this point. And what good is that? You know what I'm and saying? No more helping. I'm over and, that. And I don't want to be insecure because let's go back to the other side of it. Like, if he get a record deal, he might leave your ass. Or you going to have to worry about bitches in the studio. Do oh, you want to deal with all I'm just saying, like, it'll be cute for him to get signed and get a great check. And, you know, you could be the down ass bitch. But he might be like, I got money now. Hoes are all over me. <laughs> I want to get married and have kids, but not with you. Not right don't now. Rapper shame. I want baby mamas. Like, you know, I'm just, I know, right? Like, they all plan to have it all like that, right? It's fucked up. But, you know, he might see a little bit of that gold and things might change. So I mean, it is a part. <laughs> well, it we is. gave you horrible advice this Ter week. I had to give you both sides. <laughs> Listen, and and I'm going I'm to do this backwards because I did not say what the subject of this email was titled. But it was a bohemian love story. Bohemian I'm in love hood. with a guy from the trap. Oh, I think it's cute. So I think that our advice would will be well received. <laughs> Young lady, I hope that you make the right decision. If you end up with the gold chain two months from now, whoop, whoop. If you end up, you know, leaving the tax and the tip on the next meal, whoop, whoop. Oh, gosh. End up. But as long as the D is good or whatever is good, if that's the new dimension of love, we'll talk about that later, girl. Y'all killing me. Well, we hope um, that helped in some way. <laughs> We hope there was something there for you. Who has the black business of the week? I said, I got a black business of the week. How black is it of the one you speak? It's so black that I have to give a shout out to Grace Jones that sent in this email. What? This, this Grace person, Jones emailed the friends This on? person's <laughs> name is Grace Jones. It is not. Wow, what a name. <laughs> Hula hoop on stage, Grace Jones? <laughs> no, it, it is it is a Grace Jones. Oh, okay. Sick. It is, it is a the Grace Edgy. Jones. Right. <laughs> Uh, so they sent in um, a Black Business of the Week. I want to take some selections. And a lot of people, I guess because of Thanksgiving, they just had a lot of selections. So I wanted to give one this week. Uh, they read this article, and they wanted to put on Movin. That's M-O-O-V-N.com. And it's like a, it's a Black-owned ride-sharing app, and it's comparable and competing with Uber and Lyft domestically and international. Nice. And it's Black. Movin. Y'all know I hate doing the, the lift and all that stuff. I haven't tried this app out, but I think because it's black-owned, it's worth a try. But uh, they're currently available in the U.S. in Portland, um, Oregon, not Maine, D.C., Boston, Chicago, New York, and San Francisco. Coming soon to Atlanta. Also available in Tanzania and other countries in Africa, in case y'all listening out there. Damn. But um, I just want to shout them out because y'all know how much I hate Uber, and I do not want to be Tierra Marie getting into a fight with the Uber drivers. So, black-owned business, black Uber Nice. Well, What's the site again? It's moving. That's m o oh, moving dot com. That's m o o v n dot com. Nice. Like the person that actually made the app, they learned how to code to make this app to make this happen. And you know, when black people just decide to take things into their own hands and 
do some Fire shit. Fire back the block. <laughs> I think that Fire that's... back the block. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. I think I that like there's that something one. to be said about that. So that's inspiration to you out there. If you're trying to start a, a, a business and you are a black person, just know that you can learn and do it yourself. We out here learning and teaching each other. So let's keep it pushing. <laughs> if you can learn the code to your nigga's phone, you can learn how to code and make an app. I to can. Get home. I can. <laughs> so that's it for this week's show. Do you guys have any announcements? Any church announcements? Uh, show do. You can catch all three of us this Saturday Yay. in Washington, D.C. at the Friend Zone. I can't My. wait for our show in D.C. There's still a couple tickets. Just a couple. There are going to be a lot of you people there. <laughs> That's a big show. DC so is going excited. to be a big show. D.C. is up there with I our show. I don't know why there are tickets left. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to grab yours, that's at thefriendzonelive.com. If you're here, if we're telling you to grab tickets and they are gone, so sorry. There are going to be too many people there anyway, (laughs) so you should have got them. I don't know why you didn't. If you are not going to catch the Friend Zone in D.C. on Saturday, which you should be, then I better see your ass in Boston on Sunday with the read. So that's my church announcement. I'm going from Boston on Saturday. I mean, on uh, D.C. on Saturday. It's D.C. on Boston on Sunday. See, I'm fucked up already. I ain't even smoked yet. <laughs> um, for me, I finally put out a new YouTube video. Hey. Right? It's called The Three Life Lessons I've Learned from My Struggles with YouTube. And I think it's a pretty good video to watch if you are a creative that is trying to figure out how can I pay these bills without succumbing to selling out Um, So I gave three tips based on my personal experience as I'm growing through my brand. Um, Thank you guys so much for the support on that. I just posted it yesterday and it's doing awesome. So many great comments. You guys guys know I live for your perspectives, my favorite part of creating. And it made the YouTube's trending page, which was kind of ironic that my video about my YouTube struggles <laughs> ends up trending but on she YouTube. she struggling, she's on the phone. <laughs> right, so that was really eye-opening and kind of awesome. Um, also, my Express campaign mm-hmm. has finally come to a close, but I'm so excited because you saw the dancing commercial. I posted the second part today, which was... The uh, stress reliever recipe with peppermint essential oil and argan oil that I posted. It's on all of my social media. Hey, friend. Hey. And as well as an article, they interviewed me. I posted that link. It's on my Twitter where I gave tips to entrepreneurs who need that push, that dream that you're trying to brush off. But, you know, deep down in your heart, you shouldn't be brushing off. So I give you some tips on how to make that happen. And hopefully you find them helpful. And Live your dreams. that's it. Oh, and insecurity start, is over because insecure is over. Mm-hmm. So that's bittersweet. I'm well, sad about that. Well, there is going to be a season two of insecure. So it's insecurity <laughs> going to be a season two or what? Okay. I mean, I need to light some candles for okay. that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, right? You know, you and Crystal is doing a damn thing every week. What's popping? It? But What's it was poppin'? awesome getting to work with Crystal. I love you, Crystal. We had so much fun and I'm honored that Issa Rae would even pick us of all the people online that she could have picked she picked the two of us so I think that's amazing that was like a dream come true to work with my friends so yay Crystal yay Issa yay Insecure for a second season and that's it for me 
Oh, yeah, Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence Hive. So that's it for me. I love you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. And we will catch you guys in D.C. on Saturday yes. and then next week on The Friend Zone. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye, guys. Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.